Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, here to help you find success in all areas of your life. The power is in your hands. Join our network for free at besteveryou.com. And now, here's Elizabeth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Best Ever You Show. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I thought I would uh, just come here, come in on uh, my show myself without a guest and chat with you about manifesting and achieving and aligning and all these wonderful things that help us be our best and be our most successful selves all the time, not just in 2023 and not just in January, but all the time. So I'm, I'm hoping you have your best year yet. Uh, my name is Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. I'm the founder and CEO, a chief visionary officer, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I live over at besteveryou.com since about 2008. Um, I founded that website to help people be their best and find success in all areas of their life. I'm a master life coach. I studied under Barbara Wainwright, and uh, I am the author of multiple books on the topic of change, success, peace, including the bestsellers, The Change Guidebook, How to Align Your Heart, Truth, and Energy to Find Success in All Areas of Your Life, which was published by HCI and came out in April of this year, so April 2022. And then I'm also a Hay House author of the book Percolate, Let Your Best Self Filter Through, which has a lot of fours involved with it. It came out 41414. I'm a mom of four boys. Um, I'll be 54 this year. There's a lot of fours in my life. Anyway, so if, you, if you're not familiar with me or the Best Ever You Network, welcome. The Best Ever You Network is at besteveryou.com. It provides personal and professional development in multimedia format, tons of different ways we get the information out there. And we've really grown into a brand since 2008 with more than a million followers in social media, mostly verified, millions of radio listeners and downloads on this show, and just a, a whole lot of fun in our communities. So it's free to join. I hope you'll do so. You can just click up on the on the right-hand side of the website, uh, join. I, I think it's like become a member is what it says, and uh, you can become a member for free if you'd like to contribute an article. We do have um, a way to do that. You can become a blogger for us. You just let us know at Elizabeth at besteveryou.com. And uh, we can set that up so you can become a blogger for us. We have a new magazine out called You Magazine and all of our uh, content that's on the website and, and, other, and other articles that people send us go into that magazine. So anyway, I wanted to spend some time with you tonight going through manifesting and achieving it and aligning your mind, heart, and energy and taking action for success because I really believe it's the perfect time to change things up. Like I was saying, in my coaching practice, especially this time of the year, people people often approach me for advice on change and success. And I think those are probably the two most common areas where people request help. So what can you do to change and have it stick for real? And how can you find success in all areas of your life? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. I believe, I personally personally believe that the key to your best ever you and your best success rests strongly with the word align and a few others like heart, truth, and energy. And those all have to play along nicely. And more so, I believe it's all rooted in gratitude. So we're going to talk a lot about those, those words this evening and what they mean. You, you can manifest it and achieve it 
I believe, if you align your mind, heart, and energy and take the right actions for success. You know that old saying, you've got to believe it to achieve it. So you've got to believe it to achieve it. Well, I'm going to put another spin on that for us and add energy and actions because I think you've really got to take those action steps to achieve it. You can't just sit around and wish for it. As they say in the Change Guidebook, stop wishing for it and stop wor- and start working for it. Stop wishing for it and start working for it. I say that over and over again. You've got to work for it. As one client said to me the other day, they, they've had their dream come true of becoming a D1 athlete. They said, everything just aligned. You could see it, hear it, and feel my success. It just clicked. The work didn't stop. <laughs> I worked for it for sure, and my mind, heart, energy, and actions were all in sync. I understand this process now, and I can apply it to all areas of my life and my life moving forward. I just thought that was so powerful and so nice for somebody to write in and, and say something like that, that we really truly changed their life. It, it matters. So I love that, and that's what this is all about here. So it's a candid conversation about Really, it's about change. It's about gratefulness. It's about so many things. But that word align, you'll hear me say it over and over again. So how do we do this? Now, I believe, and we're going to talk about this, there are four secrets to becoming your best ever you. Here they are. You ready? Allow for change. Anchor in your power. Root in gratitude. And think with your heart. So we're going to talk about each one. So the first one is allow for change. I've got notes in front of me too here. If you hear me kind of ruffling papers, that's me with some cards. (laughs) Uh, So what's your relationship with change? Think about that for a minute. What's your relationship with change? Maybe write it down. Most people are terrified of it and fear it to the extent of maybe even being paralyzed by it. There's others, I've had a couple of these folks in my classes lately, who can't wait for things to change. (laughs) They can't wait for things to never stay the same, even like for a moment. They love change, thrive on change. Things got to be moving and changing all the time. Now, most people have the opposite of that. Those are extremes to kind of illustrate the point, because change can be a very emotionally charged and unsettling topic. The fact is, most of us, are navigating and sifting through naysayers and circumstances. We're feeling like we're held back within areas of our life, areas needing attention like health, relationships, money, location, abilities, opportunities, mindset, and others. The choppy waters of change oscillate between risk versus reward. Let me repeat that. The choppy waters of change oscillate between risk and reward. In other words, you question yourself by saying things like, if I make this change, will it be worth it? When we can't see exactly what will happen, fear and uncertain uncertainty creep in and we may stay stuck. Now in my book, The Change Guidebook, readers are met in that moment of uncertainty or fear with a process of learning how change works. The book contains a 10-point plan for navigating change whether you ask for it or not. So whether you ask for that change or not, the book will help you navigate. It starts with a free assessment that you can find on besteveryou.com forward slash change guidebook. It's free. 
And it guides the user through making the change or working with an unexpected circumstance. That free download is also available in the book, of course. So either way you want to do it, if you don't like to write in books, you can grab it off the website and so forth. So I encourage you to have a heart-to-heart with yourself to get to know your attitude about change. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you fear it? Are you unsettled by it? Because the more you learn about the topic, any topic for that matter, the easier it becomes to deal with life when things come up. Knowing how to navigate change is a great tool for your best life toolbox. So as you become more comfortable with change, you understand that more often than not, you have to get uncomfortable to change and grow. As you push out of that comfort zone, you allow for your best growth mindset to appear and take hold rather than that closed mindset that can be fear-based, that negative energy. So let's take a few moments and kind of reflect on what I've said and reflect in your own hearts and minds. Maybe grab a journal and we're going to have a heart-to-heart. I call these heart-to-hearts with ourselves. Heart-to-heart with yourself. You ready? So with an open mind and heart, Let's start to visualize and answer some questions. You could even grab that journal, like I was saying. Now's a great time to grab a pen, paper, put it on paper, and we're going to answer some questions. And I'm going to read them, and we'll just take a few moments here and reflect. You could come back to them. Some of them could be longer, like this first one. You might have to come back to this off of this call. So don't stay. Write the questions down. They're also... um, in a blog that I'll supply a link for, but um, here they are. What's my story? So what's my story? What do I want? How am I in each area of my life? Now those first three right there, they're also in that assessment, that free giveaway at besteveryou.com forward slash change guidebook. So that'll guide you through those first three questions if you if you don't want to do too much journaling. There's a guide for that. Here's some more. Do I feel stuck? Am I open to change? Am I open to changing my story and moving forward? That expansion. Expand your possibilities. And what's my relationship with change? Am I close to it or open to it? Am I open to moving forward? Am I allowing myself to change. All right, if you have questions, you can type them in the chat or you can email me at elizabeth at besteveryou.com or write them in the comments and uh, we're going to keep moving forward. So the second, the second secret to becoming your best ever you is anchor in your power. Anchor in your power. Here's a couple questions. What is your self-confidence like? Are you empowered? Ooh, that's a big one right there. Are you empowered? How are you with self-love, self-worth, and do you value or devalue yourself? Who holds your power? Big things to think about right there. Who holds your power? The truth is most of us in many moments lack confidence. We don't feel empowered. We don't trust ourselves. We second-guess ourselves. We might even third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth-guess ourselves because we don't trust ourselves, and we feel flat-out powerless. 
And that's that oscillating between risk versus reward. That's why we kind of do that. We don't know what's going to happen. So it's sad, but true. From terrible bosses to bad marriages to not being selected for something to being turned down to just not knowing what is going to help you be successful and more, we can feel less than. And I don't want you to feel that way. And you don't want to feel that way. So it's time to change that up. And secure ourselves by anchoring in our power. Now, I know you've had a moment in your life where you feel completely in control and things went so well. Think about it for a minute. What's the moment you've had in your life where things were great? It's time to root in those moments. Remember them and anchor them within. So in these difficult moments or situations, you can draw upon that experience to find even that faintest amount of hope, faith, power, or whatever higher vibrational energy you need. In my coaching and certification courses, so I teach people to become life coaches, I joke in somewhat of a serious way, when I say there are two things you need to protect your, there are two things you need to protect yourself from those who underestimate you. So two things you need. When somebody underestimates you, there's two things you need. And it'll help you retain your power. Ready for it? Earplugs and bubble wrap. Yes, you heard me right. Earplugs and bubble wrap. I think most of us could use these as standard issue, a set of earplugs and a roll of bubble wrap. Why? Why Why that? Well, because of naysayers, dream crushers. That's why. You know those people who don't have your best interests at heart? I'm talking about them. They fight your change, your forward momentum, and they feel like a parachute on your dragster. And you know them when you bump into them. Oh, they're the no people. Never done it, never seen it, can't do that. So I can remember years ago now, back in 2008 when I very first started Best Ever You, and I was talking to someone I thought had my best interest at heart. For a while I'd been talking to them and they told me, you know, all these great things and everything. And then when I, when I told them something I wanted to do, it conflicted with them somehow. And I still don't know how or why or whatever. But they told me that I'd never have success. That's kind of word for word. And that I was a 40-something-year-old washed-up soccer mom. And I remember what it was. It was they, uh, they wanted my domain. They wanted com, And they said, I have all the domains with best in them and I need yours. And I'm like, no, you can't have it. And then he got furious and, and said this to me over the phone and all this stuff. And it was somebody who had been talking to me about how cool of an idea this was and all this stuff. So I basically hung up the phone and doubled down on my dreams. Of, and I, uh, <laughs> I registered the domain for like five more years. So I've seen this over and over again. I've seen it in my own kids. I'm a mom of four sons who are in their 20s. They're 21, 23, 25, and 27. I've seen it at school with them. I've seen it in sports with them. I've seen it over and over again. My own life, my husband, everything. With people seeking help for change and success and then complaining that they're running into those brick naysayer walls. So it's somebody who's trying to do something or achieve or manifest or all those great words, but they run into naysayers around them. So here's what I say. Take another path and remember, 
those people may doubt you. It may have never been done before. It may have never been done before that they've seen or know. They might be jealous. They might be competing with you. They might not believe in you and your abilities. They might not see what you see in yourself. They might not want your success before their own. They might think they're better than you. There's so many factors that go into what in the world's going on when you bump into a naysayer. People react in all sorts of different ways with respect to ambition and ambitious succeeding people. The version of you that they may know might have changed, like family members. They might not be on board with what you're doing. And they aren't fully on board and may never be. So be careful and find a new route. You might need new friends. You might need that circle of people around you to change. Surround yourself with love and surround yourself with people who have your best interest at heart and believe in your success. They need to see what you see. And remember, if you can't see it for yourself, no one else can see it either. So here's two of my favorite words. Ready? You can. It is extremely important to develop your own confidence and strength within. If you feel unsure of yourself, here's what it kind of just said, find someone who believes in you more than you in that moment. And they can mentor you. You could ask. Maybe you could mentor me or hold me accountable. Accountability partners are great. So if you've got a lofty goal and it's work and action, blood, sweat, tears to get there, remember to remove those naysayers. Purchase earplugs, grab that roll of bubble wrap, and get going to be your best ever you because you can do it. Because who says you can't? Or you can flip it to a steady diet of telling yourself, I can. And with hard work, focus, consistency, determination, networking, actions, mentors, dedication, and all the positive energy behind you, you will succeed. And remember, boundary jumpers. If you are people-pleasing and allowing people to say and do whatever they want to you, you may need to put up some boundaries and change up who's around you. I'll ask you, are the five to ten people closest to you supporting your dreams and goals? Is the person closest to you supporting your dreams and goals? I know I wouldn't have a lot of things that I dare do without the support of my husband and kids. So think about that. Is the person closest to you supporting you? Another little tool for your best life toolbox is one word for the year. This will help you anchor in your power. So every year here on the Best Ever You Network, I ask individuals in our community to pick a word to guide you for the year. It replaces the process of resolutions. And in my years of coaching, I've found people through their year can come back easily to this one word and create an intentional practice of centering around that word with action. It really anchors you in that in the power of you and that word. So here's some ideas for words that you might choose. Again, you can pick any word. Here's just some ideas. Peace, consistency, joy, resilience, wealth, health, family, intentional, and so many more. I always put this post out into social media. This year it has a hashtag of one word 2023. You can join in. You can click on one word 2023 and see what other people have typed in. And if you need help selecting a word, choose a word you'd like more of. 
You might even choose three words and narrow it down from there. Okay, so we're going to have a heart-to-heart with ourselves like we did before. So with an open mind and an open heart, let's start to visualize and answer some questions. It's time for that journal. It's a great time to write them out. You can come back to them, whatever you want to do. But here they are. What's my one word for 2023 to anchor in my power? Again, we gave ourselves permission to pick three. Somebody said, I have 10. I'm like, we got to narrow that down. Um, you could do one for each month, I guess, if you want. That might be a cool idea. But generally, it's one word for the whole year. You come back to that anchor in it. One year I did forgiveness. It was pretty fun. I've done abundance, forgiveness, peace, joy, love. I've done a lot of different words throughout the years. So next question. Do I allow others to influence what I say and do? Do I have people around me, closest to me, who know my dreams and goals and support me and them? Do I need to change who is around me? And do I need better boundaries? This is a great moment for affirmations as well. To repeat these daily to help anchor in your power. Here's a couple affirmations and you can fill in the blank. I am, I will, I create. All right, we're going to move on to three. Like I said, there were four secrets. We're on three. The third secret to becoming your best ever you is root in gratitude. A couple questions. Are you grateful? What's your gratitude practice like? My goal is for you to practice gratitude so much that it becomes part of you as a person, like gratitude on autopilot. Like it just is you. Now, if you're not there yet, you might start by a writing practice, like grab a, grab a journal, make it a gratitude journal, and write down one or, two, three, one or two or three things every day that you're grateful for. That starts your brain moving into gratitude autopilot. Another way to move into gratitude on autopilot is to realize that we aren't entitled to time. We realize that every single moment of our life matters. When you think about that, it changes things. When we realize that every single moment of our life matters, we realize there's not much time for negative anything and instead frame things with gratitude. This means that even in those darkest, desperate moments, there's something to be grateful for and hold sight of that. I really learned that practice when my dad was ill. I developed it in uh, like 2004, 2005. Because to that point, as a person, I had glimpses of it. Here and there, you know, gratitude, I had glimpses of it. But it became a full-on part of me during the years when my dad had his first stroke. And I wrote about it in my Hay House book, Percolate, Let Your Best Self Filter Through. I think the moment where I really realized how precious life is and how much positive thinking and gratitude matters the moment with my dad in that rehab facility. He was in a rehab facility in St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, and had lived through so many things that most people wouldn't live through. He was kind of a miracle in the making already. But in this terrible moment of not knowing whether he was ever going to talk again, 
the nurse had him down for a speech therapy session, and she said she was going to assess him by using an ABC test. She was going to say the letter, and he was going to say what word came to mind. And she reminded me and my mom that most people are incapable of speech following a stroke of this magnitude, so don't expect much. Well, when she said A, he said aardvark. We were like, okay, the drugs are kicking in. But, you know, it was a really strange word to say in that moment, but it was definitely something. Then, for each letter of the alphabet, he used a positive energy word. So when she said B, he said benevolence, then courage, determination, excellence. F was a swear word that I've changed to faith in everything I write. Uh, I heard the word gratitude, integrity, joy, kindness, love. M was movies, opportunity. P was another strange one, platypus. So in this string of all these amazing words, I don't know why, but he said aardvark and platypus. So that's why I encourage everyone to find their inner aardvark and platypus all the time. So it was an incredible moment. And it's where I began my practice of rooting in gratitude And it became the basis for my first book about the topic of change. Because up to that point, I had had some health challenges myself and I felt very victimish. And that totally wiped that mode out. I got up my journal. I'm a terrible artist, but I drew like a teapot coffee thing with the word percolate your ABCs of life. And that became the basis for percolate, let your best self filter through. So I want to talk to you about the gratitude flip. This is something um, I I have taught for years um, since those moments. And like my dad turned that situation into incredible positive energy. And trust me, that was all he could muster up. He was exhausted after that, but he did it. He put his foot down and showed us he was not only alive, but he was going to survive and thrive. And he did for many years. He passed away in October 2018. They called him the ICU warrior. He was amazing. And I talk about him in my new book, The Change Guidebook. But he turned, again, he turned that situation into incredible positive energy. And so it's important when things come up that are issues, challenges, or negative, you know, all those things that we just don't, you know, clubs we don't want to join, we learn how to find perspective. Anything. I love to teach my clients a gratitude flip. When those moments come up that are challenging or less than great, you can totally flip it around and find something to be grateful for. It can be the smallest thing to focus on to to get your mind positive instead of dwelling on the negative. You might remove yourself from the situation for a period of time and come back to it even with a fresh perspective. But in that moment, you practice gratitude. So here's an example. You're ready for work. I don't know. I've had this happen to me a ton of times. You go outside or in, in your garage and you see a flat tire. Now, for a lot of people, the world ends right there. But you have a choice in the moment of how to react and respond. So I'm just using the flat tire as an example. Some might fly off the handle for a variety of reasons. The whole day might be ruined, crushed, whatever it is. But a different way to respond is something to, along the lines of, okay, i got a flat tire. Kind of like a big whoop-de-doo. And it could be a big moment. I get it. But in this moment, the universe wants something else for you. So it's important to tune into that and Maybe think about things differently. Get a perspective like, I'm grateful this didn't happen on the highway. I'm grateful this didn't happen to my kids while they were driving. Grateful it didn't blow out. Grateful I'm safe. I'm grateful this can be fixed. Grateful I have a car. 
grateful I have a garage, you know, whatever it is, you can go all gratitude on it. So when my mom and I, back to my dad for a minute, when my mom and I were having a very bad day with my dad in ICU, we removed ourselves and went to Kohl's for sweaters. And we went back to the hospital with them tied around our necks as superhero capes. And it was a heck of a day. But that reminded us that we were all going to be all right. So gratitude brings us strength. And I always love this. And I want to just say this to you. May gratitude guide you. So let's have another heart-to-heart. I've got my card here with the questions on it. So with an open mind with an open mind and an open heart, like we've been saying, let's start to visualize and answer some questions. Grab that journal, and here we go. Do I see things positively to guide me? How do I spend my time in the course of an average day? Do I maintain a positive perspective? Do I put grateful energy out into the universe? Are you grateful? So this next piece is about thinking with your heart. This is the fourth way to become your best ever you. And I want to ask you, do you tend to overthink things? When you make decisions, do they come from your heart? I love to help people frame it with heart-based thinking. This means you're moving from your head to your heart. And you're making decisions that align with your heart, truths, and energy. Because remember, you're the chief executive officer, the chief visionary officer, the chief operating officer, the chief compliance officer and everything officer of your life. You're it. You're in charge. You hold your power. So when you think with your heart and you shift to thinking with intention, purpose, and mindfulness on a higher level that aligns, that's what happens when you think with your heart. You shift. It becomes intentional. You've got purpose and mindfulness, and it's a higher level that aligns with you as a person. You're no longer ignoring your intuition. You make decisions and choices that are from your unique, authentic you. Your behavior, choices, decisions, action, energy, and being all align. It's time to stop being who others want you to be or who you think others want you to be and show up being your best authentic you because the world needs more of authentic you. We don't need fake you or filtered you or any version of you other than you. So these are those two other two favorite words I have, be yourself. I really want you to think with your heart. The thing about showing up as yourself that people don't often talk about is that often we don't even like ourselves and we feel stuck. Got a little bit of shame going on maybe even. I think the topic of 
stuck and all these things. I, I really like to combine those two things into one issue rather than separating them out for this topic of thinking with your heart. So not liking yourselves and feeling stuck are going to go hand in hand for this. Because I, I want to know if you're paying attention to your heart. Are you listening? Are you listening to your heart? Are you tuning in? Because your heart knows. Are you listening to it, though? When it speaks to you, are you tuning in and listening to it and aligning your truths and energy and actions with it? Or are you ignoring it? Because if you have a calling to do something, are you going to do it? Or are you ignoring it with that sea of choppy fear and circumstance with no clear outcome or worth? We've got to give ourselves permission to grow. We've got to let go of limiting beliefs. When you feel stuck, go back to number one and allow for change and follow this process one through four to become unstuck because it works. And what comes from it is your incredible yes. This is a moment where you said yes to someone or something and it changed your life. Think about that for a minute. Do you have an incredible yes? A moment where you said yes to someone or something and it changed your life. Most of us have at least one of these. It can be a change. It can it can be a change to your story. It can be a, a leap of faith moment. It can be a tiny little adjustment you made. But these moments help us align to follow our heart, truths, and energy. Take actions as we are faced with more choices and decisions. When you have these moments, I teach my clients six questions to ask themselves so they think with their hearts and they align and they process. Process is a big word. So so these are the six best ever you principles and six questions to ask yourself. We have a whole journal, by the way, centered on these six six areas of your life. It's the best ever you 52-week journal, um, and it's a, it's a, it's a great journal that that has prompts and is guided and everything is a great one. So the first question goes into core of you and it's, is this in line with the essence of who I am? So when you have a decision to make, you can ask yourself these six questions to guide you core of you. Is this in line with the essence of who I am? The second one is art of you. Does this celebrate my unique gifts and talents? The third one is heart of you. Do I take responsibility for my emotions, actions, and behavior? The fourth one is humanity of you. How does this impact others around me and the world as a whole? The one is sport of you. Does this moment or action contribute to my longevity and health? I'm sorry, the fifth one is sport of you. The sixth one of spirit the sixth one, sorry, is spirit of you. Is my mind at peace and my spirit content? Let me repeat the fifth and sixth. The fifth one is sport of you. Does this moment or action contribute to my longevity and my health? And the sixth one is spirit of you. Is my mind at peace and my spirit content? Okay, we're going to have another heart to heart. So with an open mind and an open heart, let's start to visualize and answer some questions. It's a great time to grab that journal. You can write it out or come back to it, but here they are. The first one is, am I an overthinker? Do I process my emotions, thinking with my heart? 
my moving from my head to my heart to think? Am I feeling stressed or joy or somewhere in between? Why? What am I saying to myself? What am I feeling? And am I processing what I'm feeling? So those are the four the four ways to become your, your best ever you in 2023. So and I've talked for a while here. I, uh, I want to just wish you a happy new year. And I want to remind you to take a serious look around at who's helping you achieve your dreams and goals. Because if they aren't the right people, it's time for change. Whether it's a change of scenery, route, plan, a life coach you hire, a person that you hang out with, whatever it is, someone or something around you who can see it from a different vantage point. You might even process through a few people to get to the ones who support and believe in you and your goals and your dreams. And remember, if you can't see it for yourself, nobody else can see it either. You've got to believe in you. Believe in yourself and may gratitude guide you. Happy New Year. Earplugs, bubble wrap, and all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you tuned in. Be brave, be bold, be you. And remember to visit us at besteveryou.com.